Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude partner in hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, COVID-free, recording from the home bunker. Folks, you know, I want to start off today with a couple of thoughts and reflections on the news, on the fact that even with the 21st anniversary of 9-11, which we acknowledged over the weekend, even with that, the media could not pull its fucking attention away from coverage of the United Kingdom and the death of Queen Elizabeth. I have no idea where this motherfucking fascination and obsession with the wall-to-wall coverage is coming from. I've even heard from anchors themselves that are over doing the wall-to-wall coverage of this. This is not Britain. We are not part of the Commonwealth. As a matter of fact, I, I believe that America developed because of its desire to be rid of the fucking monarchy. So the obsession makes no fucking sense, particularly when we have been hearing from African nations, Caribbean nations, from those black indigenous people of color who had to endure under the 70-year reign of Queen Elizabeth, had to endure British colonization and brutality for centuries, many of which are still not independent today. And so, you know, it, it would be one thing if we were using this opportunity to shed a light onto the lack of modernization as it pertains to our 
understanding of royalty by virtue of some motherfucking bloodline that is filled with incest, rape, and all of these things that somehow you ascend to greatness better than any working person, right? I, I, I just, you know, and, and I say this because my family, right, as many of you know, um, is Jamaican. My family came to the United States uh, in 1970, and, you know, Jamaica, as many Caribbean islands are, are a part of the fucking British Commonwealth. So they grew up indoctrinated, um, and, and loving the queen. And you hear these people talk about, you know, this benevolent queen. Then you hear others who are making it very clear under no uncertain terms that they are not interesting. They are not in a place of mourning, right? Where many are actually in a place of celebration. And I will say this, that, you know, I posted a couple of videos to TikTok, And if you're not following me there, you should, Danielle Moody underscore, because that is probably my livest, uh, uh, social media platform where I really do just pop all the way off. And, you know, I did a video about, you know, the fact that you don't get to, and by you, I mean white mainstream media. And I mean the white world globally does not get to dictate to black indigenous people of color how they should mourn their oppressor. And I had many people chime in, some that uh, are from Britain, or at least claim to be, and saying that I don't know anything about history, that, you know, that the queen had no power. She's just a figurehead. And I want to say to those people, Google me, bitch, because if you don't think that I understand public relations, that I don't understand the power of figureheads and the power of words, then clearly you know nothing about me, my work, or my platform. I will also say that there is power that figureheads absolutely do have. For instance, the royal family had an opportunity when Prince Harry married Meghan Markle, the biracial divorcee actress, whom he married and then stood by for four years while she was verbally abused by the British media. When asked, when she asked for help because she started having suicidal ideations, not under the influence of anything, just, you know, having to see your name drag through the mud every fucking day relentlessly. And you start to absorb that no matter if you choose to turn off social media, if you choose to turn off the TV that shit still seeps in. I want people to think about your own social media platforms. And that one time that you tweeted something or posted something that a large group of people disagreed with, it could have been 30, it could have been 300, it could have been 3,000, right? And I want you to think about how you felt on that day and the days following that. 
Now I want you to multiply that by a billion and see how you would be able to continue to lift your head up, stand up straight, and not allow those words to seep into your being. And they had an opportunity to signal solidarity, to link arms with their newest member and say, we don't tolerate racism. That while our own monarchy was founded on brutality, was founded on the slave trade, right? That we are taking a stand right now as a united royal family that this, this type of insidious, disgusting, and vile treatment will not be tolerated. Not only that, but we're going to dedicate our work moving forward, right? To decolonization, to anti-racist work that we're maybe going to use the money that we've stolen for generations. And we're going to start talking about and coming up with plans alongside parliament about redistribution. Conversations matter, particularly when they are being articulated from the quote unquote crown. They chose not to. They chose to sit silent. And so, you know, when I see this fucking coverage, and again, missed opportunity, as often mainstream media has a missed opportunity in using this time to talk about genocide, to talk about apartheid, to talk about sovereignty, to talk about the power of independence and independent voices and nations. But alas, that would, you know, spark more conversation and actually signal that newsrooms care. And we know that that is not the case. How do we know? Because you look no further than, oh, I don't know, the fact that they helped Donald Trump become president of the United States. That instead of asking hard questions to Donald Trump and to his administration for their lives, for their thievery, for all of the ways in which they broke the law or assisted Donald Trump in breaking the law, instead they opened up their doors and allowed those people from the Trump administration to get nice plush cushy jobs in media so that they can continue their bullshit. This is why I have to say to folks, you know, I've had my television off for the last week, right? I've just been reading the news and listening to the news because I can't watch it because what we're seeing isn't news. You would think that All problems have been solved, that Mississippi has a, you know, million civil engineers working on the restoration of their water system. You would think that billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of aid have been given to Pakistan so that they can rebuild a third of their country, which is now destroyed. You would think that climate change has been tackled. You would think that racism in policing had been tackled. You would think that all of these things were done if you watched the news and what they were covering. And to go back to my earlier point, 
you would think that one of the most devastating days since Pearl Harbor in these United States would be worthy of all day coverage of a week's worth of reflection leading up and leading after. You would think that. But no, it was a blip on the screen. It's so funny to me that we consistently have these hashtags that say, hashtag never forget, as it pertains to the over 3,000 people that were murdered on 9-11, right? Never forget, we barely have time to provide you with a full segment. Never forget, but mind you, in comparison, at the height of COVID, we were losing 3,000 plus people a day. And we don't even talk about the ripple effect and consequences to that. It is disgusting. It is ghastly. It is outrageous the way that mainstream media operates. And I continue to say that, you know, I wish that there were more public outlets for media outside of NPR and outside of PBS. I wish that we could actually rely on the media to do what it was intended to do, which was to educate the public instead of make more money for CEOs and shareholders, instead of their bullshit around both sides, that they would recognize how powerful their jobs are as the fourth estate, which I wrote for Medium a couple of weeks ago. The fourth estate is crumbling. It is absurd to me that we're in this place. And even again, Thinking about the fact that midterm elections are coming up in 56 days. The most consequential midterm elections of the modern era. And I say that because even though the polling is showing that Democrats are gaining ground, most recently Joe Biden's poll numbers apparently in a recent poll jumped 6%. He's now at 49% approval rating because of the fucking bang up job the Biden administration did this summer. Because they were able to walk and chew gum at the same time. They were able to pass consequential legislation and begin to go after Donald Trump, which we will get to in a minute. But the way that the media covers the Biden administration is not at all on par with the fucking fluff jobs and consistent motherfucking coverage that they gave Donald Trump over four years. Oh, let us not tell the truth about the viciousness of that administration, about the racism embedded in that administration. Oh, for fear that it will look like We're opinionators, bitch. That is the truth. And if you don't know the difference between opinionating and providing people with factual information that actually does affect their day-to-day lives, that actually would affect how people 
interact with and participate with their government. You've had Joe Biden give an enormous speech, probably one of his most important speeches, about the soul of this nation, about quote-unquote MAGA Republicans, which, by the way, the only issue that I had with that speech was the distinction that he wanted to make between MAGA Republicans and the entirety of the Republican Party. They are one and the same. There is no line to be drawn with the Republicans you can work with. No. If you support Donald Trump, if you continue to support Donald Trump, if you support fascism and authoritarianism, and you're still running candidates who are election deniers, then you are a MAGA Republican. Done. Do you know that that speech was not covered by mainstream media? But do you know whose speech that they did cover in its entirety? King Charles the fucking third. What the fuck does that speech have to do with America? Not a goddamn thing. But all of network television made sure that that was broadcast far and wide. Our own president, however, talking about domestic terrorism and what we are facing right now. Mm, that shit was optional. So. Who do you think that media is in cahoots with? It sure as fuck isn't the quote unquote liberal media, which are all the tears that Republicans like to cry. Oh my God, they don't treat us fairly because they ask us questions about all of the illegal criminal activity that we're up to. How dare they? Get a behind-the-scenes look at Comedy Central's The Daily Show on Beyond the Scenes, an original podcast from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Every week, host Roy Wood Jr. goes deeper with the notable guests and experts from the Emmy Award-winning series. Together, they use comedy to tackle current topics from gentrification to gun laws and take a closer look at how and why these topics matter. Listen to Beyond the Scenes from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday. The Damage Report with John Idarola is one of the most popular shows on the TYT network that serves as your daily breakdown of the genuine threats and challenges facing our country and world. These days, we're confronted with an overwhelming sea of shocking, confounding, and devastating news stories. The Damage Report is your life raft, helping you navigate the day's news and understand the damage caused by the corrupt establishment, politicians, corporations, and everything in between. Join the Damage Report's notorious fan club, The Dragon Squad, where you become part of a fantastic community of progressives. Create a fun dragon nickname that fits your personality, collaborate, and participate in fun activities like voting for, the garbage person of the week, and much more. Listen to The Damage Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Let me switch gears to talk about Donald Trump. So, Judge Aileen Cannon, who is unqualified for her job, 
was jammed through and seated by Mitch McConnell after the election to her lifetime federal appointment. For good reason, I'm sure, because she is the one woman fucking obstacle between the Department of Justice and their investigation into the fact that Donald Trump held classified information that is not his own personal fucking information to have, that he and his team of lawyers lied about having that information. Then it turns out that it wasn't just any classified information. It was nuclear assets that foreign nations are holding and their locations, not to mention whatever else is inside of there. Every single legal mind of merit on both folks, both the left and the right are like, what the fuck is this woman doing? This is about America's national security. This is about our relationship, our continued relationship with our allies. Who is going to be providing America with pertinent critical information that we need in order to quote unquote, keep the world safe. If we don't mind our own documents, who's going to do that. But this whole, Oh, let the special master review signals to the country that you don't, you don't trust the department of justice, right? Oh, because we don't trust you to review these documents that are actually a property of the United States. So we're going to bring in a special master to then slow down this investigation for how many months? And I'm just curious, again, we know that Judge Eileen, Aileen, Eileen, I don't give a fuck, Cannon, doesn't deserve her job, is unqualified for her job, shouldn't be in this position. We know why she was put in this position and we're all just continuing to operate by the rules and laws that Republicans and Donald Trump don't operate by. And I'm just confused. If they're not going to follow the law, why the fuck should the rest of us? There are people right now who worked at the Department of Justice that had mishandling, charged with mishandling of documents that are serving five plus years in federal prison for offenses less than what Donald Trump is being investigated over. But where is Donald Trump today? Golfing in Virginia. You tell me why the fuck when that piece of shit's plane touched down in the D.C. metropolitan area, why he wasn't picked up by the Department of Justice? Why handcuffs still evade this motherfucker? We cannot continue to tell Americans that no one is above the law and the mountain of evidence continued to grow against Donald Trump and also his own lawyers who are lawyering up because they know that 
if in front of a credible fucking judge, they're in trouble. How is it not asked that this person recuse themselves? I would take a fucking Bush appointed judge. Even if you don't, you don't want an Obama judge. Great. Fine. I'll take a Bush appointed judge, any Bush appointed judge over the bullshit people that were put on the court by Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump. (sighs) Another story for you all that house has me completely fucking outdone. Chief Justice Roberts, according to an article in Axios, defends the Supreme Court's legitimacy ahead of its new term. And in it, um, he says this. The court can face criticism, but, quote, simply because people disagree with opinions is not a basis for questioning the legitimacy of the court, CNN reports. Newsflash for Justice John Roberts. It is not because of your recent non-legal opinions that you pushed out from justices who swore that precedent was precedent is the reason we don't believe in the legitimacy of the court. Let me give you the reasons we don't believe in the legitimacy of the court outside of the fact that you have a Supreme Court that has overturned 50-year precedent and 100-year precedent when we are talking about states' ability to be able to regulate guns, right? Because it's okay to kick down abortion to the states and let the states decide what a woman can and cannot do with her body. But then on the same time, flip that motherfucker coin and then you won't allow states to decide who can and cannot have an assault fucking rifle. I digress. But let me tell you the three fucking reasons why your court, Justice John Roberts, is illegitimate. Reason number one. Amy COVID Barrett was jammed through after... Joe Biden legitimately won the 2020 election. And in the time that the election passed and inauguration came, Mitch McConnell jammed through her placement on the bench in 30 fucking days. Another person that literally has no business being on the Supreme Court other than a document that she wrote for the Federalist Society that Donald Trump liked. That's one. Number two, Brett Kavanaugh, yet another illegitimate justice. The FBI received over 4,500 tips on that alleged sexual predator that they then decided not to investigate, but instead brought to the White House for Donald Trump to place inside of a draw. That alleged fucking rapist doesn't belong on the court either. 
That's two. Number three, Justice Clarence Thomas and his fucking insurrectionist ass wife and their relationship with John Eastman, who was the architect of the insurrection. The fact that we know via email that Ginny Thomas was trying to get electors in both Wisconsin and Arizona thrown out, that she was on the hotline with Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of staff, to get him to delegitimize the election. And the fact that she is involved in the attempted overthrow of our democracy. And the fact that Oh, I don't know. Clarence Thomas was the lone dissent in a decision to not open up Donald Trump's phone records because he was afraid that Ginny's numbers would be revealed. Well, it doesn't fucking matter because these people are clearly above the law. Ginny Thomas has only been asked if she's willing to testify before the January 6th committee. She hasn't been hauled in for motherfucking questioning. So Justice John Roberts, save me and miss me with your bullshit about the fact that we are only calling this Supreme Court illegitimate because of its decisions. Yes, because of decisions being made by people who shouldn't be on the fucking bench to begin with. That's why. So just know that that is going to be your legacy. But what do we care? We don't teach history in this country anyway. Folks, if you want to check out my latest writings for The Daily Beast and for Zora Magazine, be sure to head over to thedailybeast.com, type in Danielle Moody into the search button, and you will see uh, a list of all of my recent articles and the same at Zora Magazine, which is a property of Medium. Head over to medium.com, type in Danielle Moody, and poop, there I am. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Get a behind-the-scenes look at Comedy Central's The Daily Show on Beyond the Scenes, an original podcast from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Every week, host Roy Wood Jr. goes deeper with the notable guests and experts from the Emmy Award-winning series. Together, they use comedy to tackle current topics from gentrification to gun laws and take a closer look at how and why these topics matter. Listen to Beyond the Scenes from The Daily Show with Trevor Noah on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Tuesday. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.